This message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient faith for today's world. October 29th, 2023. Daniel 6. The courts were convened, and a man stood on trial. Presiding over these courts was the most powerful ruler in the area. The man on trial was standing there because of the things he had written. And really, it wasn't so much as a trial. The Holy Roman Emperor gave him an ultimatum. Recant or be charged worthy of death. That man stood over 500 years ago, named Martin Luther, well aware that the last person put on trial in a notable position like this had been burned alive. And he didn't want to become the next prominent person killed for the faith, but he wanted to take time to think about the answer because of the consequences of his confession. What he said mattered. His devotion mattered. And he had to consider that in the face of threats. How do Christians respond to the face of threats against their faith and against the truth? Today we'll consider that as we look at the word of our God from the book of Daniel, chapter 6. And we'll see just why God's people are able to stand up in the face of threats. See, Daniel found himself in his youth on the losing side. The Babylonians had come when Daniel was probably about the age of maybe 15 and had destroyed his city, the city of Jerusalem. And they had taken Daniel and thousands of others and carried them off into exile. So Daniel found himself living in a foreign land, speaking a foreign language, and surrounded by people who worshipped foreign gods. You know, why should Daniel? Why should he continue to worship the God of the decimated city of Jerusalem? Why should Daniel continue to display devotion to the Lord, the God of the temple that was torn down? Well, Daniel, against all reason, continued a habit throughout his life in exile to pray three times a day. And three times a day he would face towards that destroyed city of Jerusalem, looking out east, and he would pray to the Lord, the God of Jerusalem. Daniel continued to do this even as he rose to a prominent position. As he served the kings of the various governing authorities, it came to the point where Daniel was now in his older age. And even then, the gods around him were not the ones in charge, but the Lord remained the true God. And as Daniel became the nearly third in command, about to become the first in command administrator in the governing position, Daniel still prominently, before all the other administrators, showed his faith as he prayed to the Lord. But Daniel's fellow administrators came up with a plan to get Daniel to cease his devotion and prayer, to capture Daniel and really present an ultimatum, a threat against him. They came to the king and came up with a law that no one could pray to any god except for the kings of the Medes and Persians and to that king alone, or else be thrown to the lion's den. 
Daniel, of course, heard this ultimatum. And don't think Daniel was some stoic religious person who had no fears. Daniel knew well the consequences. How would Daniel respond in the face of such threats with his devotional habit? Would he maybe just shy away just, just for 30 days? Maybe until things settle down? How do you respond in the face of threats? No, maybe you're not in some prominent governing position like Daniel was where a lot of people see you, but don't think that your faith, your devotion doesn't mean something to those around you. Whether it's the strangers around you in a restaurant or whether it's your family members or just the people who know you on a regular basis, your confession, your, your devotion to the Lord means something to them. Is that a devotion that you can set aside when it just isn't convenient or doesn't fit the setting or schedule for you? Your devotion, your prayer life, your time spent dedicated to the Word of God is meaningful. What would it take for you to turn aside from it? For Daniel, it was the threat of the lion's den that he had to consider. What sort of threats do you have to consider? Maybe the threats that we face here aren't what, like some Christians face today, which are on par with Daniel's threats, but our threats are so small. The threat of perhaps being embarrassed in the setting of a restaurant where most people there don't have devotion to the Lord. Or maybe we live in a very religious Christian, in fact, perhaps society, where there are many churches that bear God's name. Maybe you might stand out as you let your particular belief be known. And the biblical truth that you share and post on social media might cause you some difficulties, perhaps at the worst, some mockery. Would you still share it? Sometimes it's maybe the, the smallest threats, the smallest inconvenience that might make us shy away from our devotion and cease our habits and our prayers. But Daniel knew if he were to cease from his prayer and his devotion, the other leaders would take note. Daniel knew if he would cease from praying that all the other prominent positions and authority would point out his failure. Daniel knew that all the other religious Jews who still held to the truth would see Daniel, who had risen to such a mighty position, had turned aside from worshiping the truth, the Lord. And Daniel knew that the Lord would see him cease his prayer in the face of threats. But Daniel also knew that the Lord, his God, delivers from all troubles. You might look at Daniel's life and wonder, how could he know that when Daniel had been taken away from his homeland, when Jerusalem had been destroyed, the Lord delivers us from trouble? Well, Daniel, you see, had a vision, and he knew about the Messiah and the mission the Messiah would have to rule over all nations and for the good of his people and to carry out God's promise for them. We read in Daniel chapter 7 that Daniel saw a ruler, a man, who would be worshipped as divine and over every other authority. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. 
His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not 